Welcome to the UK Fantasy Football Show, Goal's brand new weekly podcast that discusses many a football fan's favourite pastime. I'm your host of sorts, Miles, and every week I'll be joined by Goal Managing Editor Sam Brown. Hello. And Goal's Head of Multimedia, Dave Milner. Hello there, Miles. Every week we'll be roping in a guest to join us too, and this week we're treated to Ryan Kelly, one of Goal's English language journalists. Hi, guys. And listeners, if you want to share your Premier League fantasy football tips, predictions or abuse, you can contact us by tweeting hashtag UKFFS. We want to hear from you. Uh, so we'll all be playing the official Premier League game on the podcast this season. I think that's the most popular game. I'm really excited to come back into this fold. I've been out for five years, like a little hiatus. Um, are you guys regulars on this specific game or do you play other ones? I'm, I play it every year. Um, I don't enjoy it most years. I... We'll put a lot of prep into it and then usually I will pick a very lofty team at the start that I think is you know, sort of full of underdogs um, and they'll they'll break uh, and I'll probably give up usually three or four weeks in um, right. unless there's, I, I you know, by chance we'll get a hat trick in the first week with, I don't know, I remember I had Steve Mounier when he first joined Huddersfield a couple of <laughs> years ago. Um, High hopes. Yeah, and I thought I'd, I'd know more about football than everyone here. Uh, bagged the brace, and I think you might have scored one more for the rest of the season. Yeah. So, um, fits and starts. But I'm confident this year. Yeah. I've done my team already. It's looking good. Yeah. I, I always used to try and pick the star signings from that summer and throw them in my team, like that they were going to be the big hitters. So I remember one year when I threw in Bobby Soldado, and I was dead excited of how good he would be after smashing up La Liga. And he was just terrible for Spurs. I learned my lesson now. And I always try and avoid the big signings now. Stick for what I know. See, I, I do the same, but I always try and we'll always end up picking like Man United's star signing that summer. <laughs> you don't and have that to worry about this season. I don't know. Um, but I remember like putting Di Maria in. Shite. Ah, it yeah. was it just, yeah. Uh, Daniel James this year. Is that is he your man? Four weeks in. Four, all right, okay. I think it's going to be like Ronaldo. They'll just break, they'll break him in. <laughs> that's, that's a good comparison. You're going to burden him with that. <laughs> yeah. What well, a comparison! <laughs> he may, he probably won't hear this, so I don't think I'll be burdening him with it. But I think you know, off the bench, the first couple, then everyone will go, "Wow, who is this kid?" Daniel James, you should know that. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I think it'll be the only way he's up by there. Yeah, I'm really hoping this podcast helps my fantasy football league game. Really. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, raise because it I'm much. committed to this now, so I'm kind of committed to the. Like Sam, I've been known to drop off a little bit, um, but I'm committed to this now. My mind is fully in the game. I'm going to take it seriously. That's a serious I, I am going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to win this. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Have wow. you taken it yeah. seriously so far? Remarkably, I think last season I did quite well on it, but without, without taking it like uber serious, you know, so, you know, not making changes every week, that kind of thing, you know, but this time I'm going to make time for it because it's part of our work schedule, isn't it? <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing sounds sexier than making it part of your work <laughs> schedule. <laughs> yes, exactly that. What about you, Ryan? Are you a regular player? Yeah, I'm regular, uh, reliable, mid-table fantasy mm. football manager. Um, one of my problems, I think, is I always look for the the bargains that are, are the wild cards from the championship that nobody might have thought of, and I never, I never catch them. So, no. yeah. I'm going to maybe have to steer clear of that tactic this year. You're going to segue us nicely into our first uh, little section now then, talking about new players who are in the league, whether that's people who are being promoted into the division, so we've got three new teams, or new signings, of which there hasn't been a whole lot. Um, are there any new players that have caught your eye so far? Coming from the championship? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'd say like a lot of people are going to be going for the likes of Jack Grealish and these guys from Aston Villa and you know the big clubs that people are familiar with. But like... 
if you were trying to go for somebody who's not going to be picked by everybody, like one of my recommendations or somebody I might go for is John McGinn or uh, Connor Hirahan. I'm still not sure if I'll put them in. They're they're um, similar in terms of stats and stuff. Like Ones that. you're keeping an eye on. Yeah, it's yeah. a gamble, isn't it? Yeah, it's a. It's it's, you have gamble. to just wait and see if they can take to the Premier League. Exactly. You don't know. You don't know. You but. Yeah part of you when you're building your team and you've seen you see the prices of those players you're kind of thinking ah can i i mean not particularly those ones you've just mentioned because they're still six million yeah which is more than i would pay for them yeah because you can get a trusted you know fantasy premier league player for that price as well so you're kind of a bit in that situation where you you really are taking a gamble on them yeah they're not exactly a bargain in that sense exactly yeah they're not a bargain are they yeah i think Grealish will drop down to about five and a half because he's the name that everyone knows yeah, people have put him in and think, oh yeah, you know, I'm saving a few quid here. Um, a Villa will woefully perform in the first three months. He'll drop down to five and a half. He might just about find his boots by them, and then people <laughs> st- stick him in. And yeah, I'm th- I reckon four assists, four goals, yeah. but from November onwards, he's not someone you toss in at the start. Then absolutely not. No. I almost put him in originally when I did started drafting my team. He was in there. But I had two Villa players, and I just kind of hated myself for it. So I had to take one of them two. out. Two? Yeah, well, because well, I had a defender in. Cause so James Chester's in my... He's like my fifth defender. You know, you always go for a cheap one just to make up those numbers because you don't want to get loads and loads of defenders. Realistically, who plays five at the back when you play Fantasy Premier League? Only weirdos, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, unless, i tell you what, hashtag, uh, get in touch with us on Twitter. If you're somebody uh, who plays with five defenders... So the all back, the weirdos. All the weirdos. <laughs> hashtag UKFFS. Um, and yeah, give us some abuse for me calling you a weirdo. <laughs> but yeah, I put James Chester in there because other than the Spurs game, which they kick off with Villa, which he won't start for, obviously, in my team, uh, they have Bournemouth, Everton, Crystal Palace, West Ham and Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal are crap as well. So, so he's your fifth choice that you're not going to be playing with, really? Uh, he's he's kind of like a punt, a cheap punt, yeah. And how much was he? 4.5. 4.5, all right, okay. Yeah. So I've gone with Martin Kelly. How much is he? Four. Four? Yeah, man. And my justification was... He's four, you know. <laughs> That's I don't as good care as it's how get, he yeah. does, really. Uh, he's yeah. never going to play, um, <laughs> and yeah, I've just written that's basically that fifth defender written off for the rest of the season now. If he gets ten points, happy days. I think if you're confident in your starters, then you can, you know, just basically toss off who's uh, who's on your bench some of the time. It's the same with the reserve keeper as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know some people will go for two, four and a half keepers, which I think is ludicrous. I always go with a top dog keeper and then... Uh, the so cheapest got, possible one. Yeah, yeah. So I've got Alisson this year. Um, it was between him and Edison. I love the idea of picking up like an assist or two from Edison just because he... <laughs> Edison's made mine. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Liverpool got better defence. They do. Can't argue with that. Yeah. And Alisson is, uh, is my tip for to win the Ballon d'Or. Ooh. Because uh, he's just he's the best keeper in the world. That's a mad tip. It just is like a mad to put tip. Put that out yeah. there. How ridiculous that is. I've gone with Allison as well, but I think you've influenced for the me d'Or? a little bit. Not for the Ballon d'Or. That's ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's going to be the keeper I select, and then I've gone for a four point five um, as a backup. Is he one of the new faces we've been talking about? Or um, no, no, no. It's uh, Spurs keeper, reserve keeper, Gazaniga. Is it? All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he's no new face, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I've gone for a familiar face as my backup goalkeeper as well, Matt Ryan. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm trying to look at my team now to see if there are any new faces, but as I mentioned earlier, I don't like to do it after being burnt before 
with the likes of Soldado. And I think I may have even gone for Janssen one season, which was, you know, just as terrible a decision as Soldado, to be honest. Um, oh, I do have one player who's a new incoming uh, contender in FPL, Che Adams, new Southampton uh, striker. I've got him as well. You got him as well? Yeah. The Che Ooh. Adams club. Yeah. And I've picked it purely on the basis that he is the most overconfident player I've ever, ever come across in my entire life. Um, Your kind of player then. Yeah, but, well, yeah. I can, say, <laughs> I can back that. it up. I, I absolutely can't. Um, because apparently he said he thought Southampton could win the league. Wow. So if anyone's got that that level of cojones, then... My um, God. So you don't think that maybe he thought they were still in the championship? <laughs> I would love that yeah, to be true. Sure? <laughs> Mentally, is he all there? That's what I'd be thinking. <laughs> I'm a bit concerned by that. Uh, and the other new player I've got in is T. Elements. T. Elements. Yeah, big fan. Big fan. Newish. He's kind of in that grey area of new, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, but I'm going permanent new. Okay. Permanent new. Yeah, people a bit of understanding about his price. I think he's, uh, I think he's class. I think he, United should have, um, Manchester United should have gone out and bought him. Uh, I think it's like, seamlessly into most if not all Premier League midfields or Liverpool should have gone out and bought him and just strengthened in depth a little bit more 40 mil absolute bargain or half a Harry Maguire if you like yeah 6.5 million he costs for the FPL managers out there I was tempted by him because of the cost he is a good cheap option but my midfield is packed with other talents so which we'll come to he's later. a good player and he's definitely I, I mean we said it before but like I think Leicester will do okay I think they'll do well this season and uh, Tillemans is going to be an integral part of that team. I think they do wicked, man. Yeah. They've got an awesome midfield. Um, you know, I was discussing it earlier. I could easily have had three Leicester midfielders in my midfield in Ndidi, Madison and Tielemans. But then I realised that was a daft idea and I've changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> what about like Sheffield United then? Has anyone been tempted well, by I'm any gonna cheap Well, I'm going to wade in there? here. Right, okay. Okay, so I've gone for Luke Freeman who they signed from, they've signed him in the summer from QPR. He was QPR's player of last season, okay? Okay. So that that's like tallest midget. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's basically because he's five point five million, and right. when I'm doing, you know, trying to budget and everything, I've kind of built up. But I mean, we will say these teams aren't finalised, are they? They're not. You know. So this is our first draft. It really. is. Yes. Uh, so at the go. moment, he's in there, right? Because saw a few articles about him, Sheffield signing him. Decent. He's probably going to be a pivotal player in their team. So we'll see how they get on. They may surprise us. I mean, you don't know. It was like when Huddersfield first got promoted. Uh, they did quite we, well. I think we do know. Yeah. <laughs> they did quite well at first, didn't they? <laughs> I mean, the first time, two weeks. Yeah, there's time to... No, they, they did quite well. I think the first 10 games or something, they were all right. But it was... Um, there's, we'll see We'll see how they get on. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. you did ask Sheffield United and I have. And I'm guessing no one else has really got anyone <laughs> well, to... I was, you, I was tempted to put in uh, Ender Stevens um, to beat the Irish drum. Oh, Five no. million, and you, I thought you're putting Jack Grealish. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a sickening point. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, he, he's a free kick, free kick taker for them, and um, he get up and down the wing and might, you know, pick up a few points. Decent outside bet, yeah. What about Norwich? Anyone have any Norwich players? I have Tim Crew. Oh, nice, yeah, Timmy. Backup, backup personal uh, hero yeah, of yeah. mine. How much, like how much was he? Four and a half. Yeah. That's all four right, and actually. a half too much. Yeah, <laughs> he's just You've got, got mistakes, four and a half. Mistakes written all over him. Well, yeah. You know that what? Is the, he your first keeper? No, no, no. Kep, Kepa. Yeah. So that's fine then. I have fond memories of Tim Krul. I think my favourite moment of the 2014 World Cup was when he was brought on in extra time by Van Hal for that. Who did yeah. they beat on penalties against Costa Rica? 
It was the quarterfinals of the World Cup. I think it was Costa Rica. But I remember that happening. And or maybe I, in Argentina. My, my respect level for Van, Van Hal went through the roof after that. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, that is the man. Uh, and then obviously he became the manager of United and it yeah. it disappeared equally as fast. Yeah, he uh, he was never very good at distribution, was was Timmy. And he, he got some injuries, which kind of hampered his Newcastle career a little, career a little bit. But um, it'd be good to see him back in the Premier League. I hope he does well. All the best to Timmy. Or Ugly Tim, as our head of news, Steph Kurtz, calls him. <laughs> Uh, in terms of some other new signings, then I mean, we've gone over the promoted teams. There's not; it's not been a very busy window so far, has it? Like, not as active as a lot of us thought. No, I think a lot of people were almost like gearing up to be. It almost like needed. Everyone thought Man United were almost lead it, and then they would, you know, buy whether it's Longstaff or Maguire, and that would pump countless tens, if not hundreds, of millions into the the transfer economy, if you will. And then that would those teams would then go out and blitz it and. They'd, they'd th- start throwing the cash about, and they haven't. Yeah, Roma did pump 100 million into Chelsea's little bank, but it's just going to sit there. Yeah, because they can't spend it now. So. Yeah, um, but they have brought Pulisic in, haven't they? They have. Yeah, I I, I often forget they've signed him because obviously they bought him back in January and then yeah. loaned him back. But it'll be interesting to see how he does. Any of you taking a punt on Pulley? No, no, no. 7.5 is quite dear for someone with. He was in, isn't really that proven in sort of Premier League, obviously. He's completely unproven, man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Some might say, yeah. And there's a lot of players like his sort of of his ilk in that squad, where you sort of don't think that he's necessarily going to immediately get into that first team. Uh, they don't have a striker, well, other than maybe Giroud, but they don't have a good top class striker. But Pulisic isn't going to fit that role, is he? So no, but I I am not high on Pedro or Willian. You know, what, the 30, 31, 32, both of them now. I, I think Pulisic is, could, yeah, obviously, he'll, he's, he's not, not going to be Hazard. But if he's got that, he, he could be that one guy with the, you can make some magic happen. Um, that's the problem, though. He's going to be compared to Hazard, isn't he? I think that's going to be a bit of a monkey on his back. It's just every performance is going to be like, yeah, you're not Hazard. And I think that'll, I think that'll be a difficult barrier for him to break down stepping into that role at Chelsea, especially in the situation that they're in now. Yeah, but he's also got, you know, he's like the, the only good American player. So he's got that, that, that whole nation of 400 odd million people lauding him no, to carry about them. five million of them care about football. Well, yeah. <laughs> Lord, and they all go, um, <laughs> you know, they've got all those people willing him to take them yeah. to finally qualify for a World Cup. Um, so, yeah, pressure, easy for him. Yeah, I'm I mean, I do him. think he's got good players around him at Chelsea. And you I say do you put him in, Sam? No, but I'm going to after I've just uh, I've just talked myself into <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> uh, probably the biggest, one of the biggest transfers that's happened so far this summer is a player who who I can't imagine will be in many teams. Rodri at Man City, uh, signed from Atletico Madrid, but he's not someone who you know because of his position he plays centre midfield. I don't think he's going to be make many teams. Big signing though. Is he going to be a regular? Is he going to feature in that Man City team? I mean, who's who's he replacing then? Is a better question probably. I believe the 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 plan from City will be that Fernandinho will start playing a lot more in centre-half. Rodri will start right. to sit into the Fernandinho role, um, as it's now been called. Uh, and, you know, 70 million quid, or whatever it was. Uh, yeah. can't, it's quite yeah, a lot to stick someone on the bench well, for a while, I wouldn't put it past Man City, though, would you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're um, not shy about spending money and then just, you know, yeah, okay, he's back up for so-and-so. Yeah, yeah I, I think it'll be, I don't know, Ruben Neves-esque in that he will hardly touch the ball in the opposition's area. So, what are you paying for? How much From a fantasy it? perspective. Mm. 
how much is he? Let's find out. I think he's classed as Rodrigo on here, which is his full uh, his full name. Obviously, he's known by his nickname as Rodri. He's five point five million. So very cheap. That's good. If you that's fancy money, a defensive actually. midfielder, I, I think that's just an expensive Kante. It is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. An expensive Kante. Although I think he's five point five as well. Didn't Man City's centre midfielders do quite well points wise last season though? I mean, for, for, if assuming they get a if he gets like 160 points or whatever. There's absolutely no way he'll get 160 <laughs> points okay. in a month of so, Sundays. So Kante last season, he's 5 million, by the way. So you're right. He is, he is uh, expensive. Kante is, is Rodri. Uh, Kante got 116 points last season. Which I and think... that was with him playing much further forward yeah. and not actually scoring. What did he score four last season? Oh, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. He scored four goals. Yeah. Wow. Four assists as well. Um, I know my Kante. Uh, <laughs> and I think Lampard's already come out and said, I'm going to play Kante in his best position or words to that effect, right. which means further back. Yeah. So, yeah. So Avoid. Avoid. David Silva, 143 points last season. Bernardo Silva, 154 points. Yeah, I guess those are probably more attacking players than How did, how did De Bruyne do last season? Uh, got like no assist, did he? He got very few assists. I know he's injured a lot of it. Yeah, 59. 59, 59 points. points, yeah. It's a bad season. Still, isn't it? That's like about the same as Matic got. Uh, it's reflected in his price. He's 9.5. He was never that cheap this time last season because they had a storm in 17-18. Whereas Sterling was never this expensive last season. Now 12 million. Yeah. He's a pricey, pricey yeah, player. 234 points. Yeah. Has Sterling made the cut for you? No. I decided against it. I, I was leaning towards it at one point, but I've gone for a different City player. I've gone for Bernardo Silva. Have you? Who's a beauty? I think he'll do really well this season. He had a—I mean, it was his second season last year, wasn't it? And it was a real breakthrough for him after what was quite a quiet first season. Yeah, yeah, he was insane last season. Yeah. But what, what, where I've—I've I've gone with Sterling. Um, gone with Sterling. Yep. Yeah. Um, but where I struggled with picking, I, I needed a City player in there. But I was like, well, there's David Silva, there's Bernardo, there's Sterling, there's Sane. I was like, there's, there's sort of five people to try and get into four slots. So I said, someone's always going to be missing out. It's more than likely probably going to be Sane, I imagine, on a week-by-week -week basis. But he's mint, so he's still going to play a lot. So I, was, I don't want to be picking that player that ends up on the bench for a couple of weeks and having to stick with him. But I think Sterling is a step above the wide players, at least. Um, so 12 million, well spent. <laughs> We've got about a month left in the Premier League transfer window now. What sort of dream signings would you guys like to see? Anyone. Like, literally, like, realistically, like Messi, it's not going to be Messi. Realistically, who would you like to see be signed by a club? Well, we talked to Katie, who's part of our, our, our editorial team as well before. She's a big Liverpool fan. And um, she was saying, you know, Liverpool should go out and sign Mbappe. Um, obviously, she's a bit red-tinted red glasses there. <laughs> um, uh, so we had a hearty chuckle about that idea. Uh, what about his teammate though, Neymar? More realistic. Yeah. Probably a bit more expensive. I can't see it happening, but I mean, it would be amazing be to see him in the Premier League. I'd love it. Would you love him at Man United? I'd, I'd, I'd love him <laughs> in the Premier League. Shirt. <laughs> Can you imagine Man United fans if they signed Neymar? My little boy would have Neymar on the back of a shirt within minutes <laughs> of him being stood on the on the on the pitch with a flag above his head. It'd be great for them to do it, just because it would just destroy their whole season as well. <laughs> it's just like one of those huge signings. <laughs> What about you, Ryan? Who would you like to see uh, in the Premier League from abroad? Well, 
I'd have Messi. I, I don't care what you say. I'd have him. You know. No, you can't pick him. No, <laughs> you can't. He's mine. Yeah, he's the dream. Yeah. You know. Seeing Messi in the Premier League, I think would be uh, mouth watering. Is how I describe it. It'd be great. And I would never want to go. Oh, can he do it on a wet weekend at Wolves? Finally, uh, find out. Yeah. Yeah. What's the guy's best, best player ever? <laughs> yeah, it's just international tournaments. You can't do it. Out. Dave with the sauce. <laughs> Deep burn. <laughs> Sorry, I, Leo. I, w- I would quite like to see Bale back. I, f- I feel like if he doesn't come back, I'll just feel really sad for him watching him on Real Madrid's bench all season. Because he's not necessarily my favourite player, but he doesn't deserve just to sit there watching Hasn't Real he made his bed, though, a little bit? Well, I mean, he's going to be rich. He's going to be a rich bench warmer at the end of the day. He's earning a pretty penny. But I would quite like to see him, you know, playing actual football again. Would be quite I nice. would too, but you know, if I, if I was like him and, I mean, he's done his thing at Madrid and he, what, a, what a job he's done as well. Can you if remember they, how- If they were trying to push you out after you've done everything he's done, I'd be like, okay guys, don't worry about it, I'm off now. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd move to another club like Manchester yeah. United or something like that. I mean, he's done amazing things at Real Madrid. He's in the peak of his career and yeah. to spend a year on the bench on the peak of your career is mental to me. Just like take a pick, take a pay cut, go to Newcastle, and you know we'll be fine. <laughs> do you not think it's 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 quite a good idea though for Real to do that, and they can be the pioneers of <laughs> when you've got a moody player who's agitating for a move. Just go, no mate, sod off. You're actually going in the reserves for a year. <laughs> don't care how much. Well, right, you get paid five hundred grand a week. We'll write it off. Don't care. Don't be so naughty. And it would stop all these players now downing tools like Koscielny. Saying he's not going on tour. That's the captain of a club, man. Saying I'm not going on tour because I want to move. I, I I think send them all to the reserves. That's an expensive experiment. Oh, it's not my money, mate. So. <laughs> okay, that'll be mine then. Isn't this the opposite though? Isn't doesn't Bale not want to move? Uh, and don't they want him to move? I think yeah, he doesn't want to move, but like, but it's probably just because no one's willing to match his wage. Because realistically, if someone was offering him the exact same amount of money and saying you will play week in week out, surely you would take that rather than just sitting in. Spain playing golf every other weekend, yeah, and you know doing absolutely nothing. What a waste of life! It's it's like you know, uh, I think unfortunately for Bale slash Real, it's one or the other. It's either Real gets some money, but the club won't want to pay Bale's wages, yeah. or they'll pay his wages, but they're not going to give Real a penny. And I think one one of the two parties is essentially Real. I've got to deal with that because yeah. Bale is getting paid either way. Isco's another one who. Uh, is probably going to rot on Real Madrid's bench unless he gets a move. He's been linked with uh, Premier League clubs for a while. Never quite made that move, though. Always stuck with Real Madrid, hoping he could break into that team. He's loved by fans, but I think he'd be loved a lot more if he came to the Premier League. I reckon Arsenal should bin off Ozil. Easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> like, sell him to uh, Fenerbahce, and we'll okay. him, um, okay. which would be interesting. Mm. Uh, and then put Isco in there. Boom. Don't these players who come into the Premier League destroy fantasy football a little bit, though, because they're huge names. It's called fantasy big, football. They've got big prices on them, and you're kind of like, then they disappoint. That's what I live don't for. Quite... I live for that disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the hype, the hype. It's like Alexis Sanchez. Remember when he did the <laughs> yes. little piano intro, when he joined Man United, and all the fans were like, oh, my God, fanning themselves, <laughs> getting hot flushes. And now Ryan Fraser's 0.5 of a million more than him. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. Brilliant. 18 months later. Who's putting Sanchez in their team? <laughs> I did that last season this time, and I'm not making that mistake again. I, I toyed with it. I toyed with it. You know, I thought, see if he comes Why? back from injury. See how he does in pre-season. Oh, my God. You still believe. It's over. 
But that's the thing about, about preseason. It. If he does have a good preseason, you're right. Then it could be tempting. Yeah, seven mil. Well, it's worth a, it's worth a punt. Yeah, fortune for you. Favors did, the brave. He did have a good Copa America. He did compared to the last season. He two. did. So maybe he's back. Mm. Probably not. Mm. <laughs> not so big, maybe. You know, as soon as he steps on against another Premier League team, he's just gonna be not quite what he should be. Which was every time he played last season. There was even a point where I was at the game, Man United against Huddersfield, and they they brought him on and he didn't do anything. And I thought to myself, even though things are bad, at least they're not that bad. I don't think I could deal with a player on that kind of money, for that kind of fee, performing like that. No. You know who is a free agent at the moment who could make a triumphant return to uh, FPL? Daniel Sturridge, who's had an up uh, quite a roller coaster of a week, having uh, had his dog stolen and returned. Talk of the town. Allegedly stolen. Allegedly stolen. Sorry, we've got to add that disclaimer in there. Well, just because I think, you know, there is people were saying, well, the burglars have broken in, they've smashed the window. How do you know the dog's not run out? Well, that's uh, a very well, valid the, point. The dog's run through the glass. We might be probably burglars have come in. <laughs> it's like, I've had enough of living with Daniel. I don't want <laughs> ten, <anymore>. ten times <laughs> the size of the little the dog. Have we, is Sturridge doing this for attention? He's trying to get a club. This is his yeah. way. He's like, oh, my agent's left me. How do I get myself Everyone's promoted? forgotten about him. If I was Daniel Sturridge and I wanted a club, I would not be on holiday at the moment. They're all on holiday, though, aren't they? I mean, I think they just leave it to their agents. They go, yeah, get me a club. Yeah, one of the top six. That's what, you know, I can imagine Sturridge being like that, you know. Yeah, I just want to be a top six. Top six club. Uh, I'll be back in a month. Not going to do any training in that time. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> a month later. How's it going? Have you got me? Mm, Daniel, hmm. It's not going well, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> hard times for him. At least he has his dog back. So, you know, happy, happy ending to that little story, at least. Shall we go through our teams and who we've picked at this point um, of the preseason? We've got a month to go until uh, until the fantasy game kicks off, until the Premier League kicks off. But I know we've all sketched together who we would pick in our 15. Uh, I'll start. I'll start go through my team. So in goal, I've got Edison and Matt Ryan at Brighton. Uh, in defence, I've got Chester Villa, Adam Smith at Bournemouth, Dinya at Everton, Alexander-Arnold at Liverpool. Ooh, over Robertson. Yeah, it was a tough one. Both same price, but uh, plumped for Alexander-Arnold in the end. Why? Um, there must be a real, must be a reason. That, I mean, than... it, it was a case of uh, I like his face better. I, I literally is a 50-50 coin toss. Beauty is more than skin deep, Miles. Remember that. I know. I'm a shallow, shallow man. But I just think he's a great player. And I thought, at the end of the day, I'll probably regret whichever one I pick because the other one will do better. Um, but they're such similar players. They're such attacking fullbacks. Uh, I'd love to put both in, but I don't think I can justify yeah, two bank. 7 million defenders. And my other defender is Bowley. I think instead of running through my whole team here, I'll spread this out so you guys can go through your goalkeepers and defenders. And then we'll come to midfielders. And then we'll come to forwards. So let's go anti-clockwise. Dave. Who are your goalkeepers and defenders? Okay, so my goalkeepers are uh, Allison and Gazaniga. And then in defence, I've got Van Dyke, Chilwell, Pereira, Ake, and Dunk. You doubled up on Leicester? Yes. Who have they got first game? Which is, their fixtures didn't look too bad, actually. Wolves' first game at home, I else. Mm. Yeah, but Rodgers is, in my humble opinion, ropey with his defence. I think they've got, on paper, decent-looking defenders. Uh, obviously, you've got the idea of Maguire going, but I, I, I think Leicester will still ship goals. Um, and also, Kasper Schmeichel, I used to play football with him. Really? I, I, was, a better go- I, was, a, I, know, I was a better <laughs> goalkeeper than him. Uh, he was seven, I was nine. 
and then uh <laughs> you know time took over and, uh, <laughs> and here we are i can only dive to one side <laughs> these days <laughs> Let's not dig into uh, the double up and up on Leicester too much because I kind of want him to still have two Leicester I'm thinking come first day that team season. will pro that could change, but Chilwell will make it. Okay. Chilwell will stay in there. Uh, Pereira could come out, okay. for instance, because I think Chilwell will get some points this season because I'd imagine he'll be bursting on. Did well last season. Yeah, right? full-back kind of. And you say you've got Lewis Dunk back, as well? So. I've got Dunk in there, but it's a 4.5. I've literally just stuck him in because it the cheap. made the figures come together, yeah. I'm fairly sure a member of the goal editorial team said that Virgil van Dijk was not going to be as good or Lewis Dunn was a better signing than Van Dyke. yeah uh, one of the uh, Liverpool fan Twitter pages picked that out not so long ago and, uh, and gave him a little bit of a poke for that but I mean at the time I can understand maybe if you're delusional why you think that that was the case but let us know by the way hashtag UKFFS if you think uh, who, who you would pick in your goalkeeper in defence as we go through this Sam who have you gone with uh, I've gone with Alisson in goal uh, Dreamboat uh and David Button in goal uh, as a reserve just because he was like four four quid. Uh, Wamba Saka always want a United fullback in there, um, and Luke Shaw doesn't appear to have the work ethic that will make me just makes me believe in him. Essentially, I right. think Wamba Saka is, is is a bit of a baller, especially going forward. Uh, Craig Cathcart, Nathan Ake, who I think is wicked as well. I, I, I seem to find with my teams that I pick players that I just like. Uh, in, in terms of real terms not necessarily how they perform fantasy football wise and I went with Robertson over Alexander Arnold very nice because he's left footed <laughs> and then I've, yeah and I've got Martin Kelly as my backup sub just because he was 4 million right yeah nice what about you Ryan who have you gone with yeah I've gone with Kepa uh, doesn't have the sorry uh, yeah. drama anymore and Lampard will bring the best out of him and that defence I think uh, Cruel then and uh, just as a backup in case Kepa loses his head. Um, and defence, Digne. You know, Solid pick. La yeah, last season he was just, he was excellent for Everton. Um, Trent Alex I went for Trent Alexander-Arnold. Very similar to my defence, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Be but I went for him because the set pieces. Yeah. And um, then I, I think uh, at the minute I've got Duffy and Aki, but I think they're quite similar and they're the same price, so I might... Uh, change that up a bit and spread the spread the budget around a bit so I'm not too not too sure and then Reed is uh, a, a signing of convenience so that I could How allocate money yeah he's uh, four. Oh wow that's oh, cheap yeah, yeah. I, I had Ake originally actually but uh, Adam Smith at Bournemouth was 0.5 million cheaper and I was 101 million I needed to cut it down so I slimmed it down to Adam Smith still going to get his clean sheet points less likely to get the assists but I'll take that uh, my midfield, then I'll run through mine and I'll run through my attack as well while I'm at it. So I've got Bernardo Silva, as I mentioned earlier, my um, Star City uh, attacker. I've got Mo Salah. I figured he's the most expensive player on the game at 12.5 million, but he is Mo Salah. Had two good, really good seasons now in FPL. Um, I've gone for Sigurdsson. I love Sigurdsson. He's such a great player. And Everton have a really good start to the season in terms of their fixtures. Milivojevic. I don't know if I've nailed that name. I always say it wrong. Milivojev, is that right? Yeah, I don't know. I won't put him in just for that reason. <laughs> just because you don't want to say his yeah, name out loud. Especially, yeah. I'm going to go with Milivojevic. Say it with confidence and people will think Yeah, you've really got it, yeah. Uh, but he takes penalties for Palace, doesn't he? He does. Which is my primary purpose for putting him in there. For 7 million penalty taker, he's uh, decent. If Zaha goes, I mean, I, I'm guessing here, I'm going to look on up to later and find out, but without that driving winger, 
Where are the pens coming from? Well, I'm banking at the moment on him not going. If he leaves, I'll probably change it up. Um, but at the moment, I hope he runs into the box. People hack him down. Milivievich steps up. Sticks it in the onion bag. Piece of piss. Off exactly. we go. <laughs> My last midfielder is Gendouzi, simply because I needed a really cheap midfielder because I had no money left. So in he went. Realistically, never going to play for me, but he sat there. Dave, who are your midfielders? Um, Fraser, who, I mean, I assume Bournemouth will do exactly what they did last season, and he'll get an absolute shed load of points. Freeman, who we mentioned before, don't know if he'll really play in the team, like just a substitute, I'd imagine, most of the time. Uh, Westwood from Burnley. Um, again, he's a 5.5, so kind of got him in at the moment. We'll this see. Is rubbish so far. It is. It is. I'm looking at this team thinking it's You're talking yourself like out of it. It's almost like I've put it together in half an hour <laughs> before the show. Um, Zaha. You're, you're, looking, you're looking at your screen like you're disappointed in yourself. <laughs> yeah. The shame. Because I just can't see any quality. Um, Zaha is in there as well. Who knows? Will he go to Arsenal? Um, we'll see. And if he goes to Arsenal, will he play the same? I don't know. Will he still perform? Will he feel a bit more weight on his shoulders? Um, at a much bigger club but he's got, where he, he has got, been before. But yeah, and he'll, really. have, he'll have Lacazette and Aubameyang in front of him. So yeah, assists-wise, boom. You would imagine so. I always feel a bit like he is just a guy who wins pens, though, at the same time. Um, or he gets to the line and then doesn't really deliver a ball into the box that you would expect. But I, that I hope, might be unfounded. That might be uh, that might be wrong. You know, I might, statistically, I don't know if that's true. But I really hope your fifth midfielder is good. It is. It's Sterling. All right. Okay. Oh, so, I mean, the old rope yeah. it out. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sam? Who have you gone with? I have gone with Zaha. Um, for a lot of reasons. Zaha. Loves. Yeah, especially at seven mil, um, and more so with the idea that he could go to Arsenal. Um, I've got Dendonka. Um, because he's four and a half, and as I mentioned, Neves is like allergic to opposition areas. Matinho will do a bit of sitting. I thought, you know, there's Dendonka might be up and down a bit. Tielemans, as mentioned, Sterling and Salah. But I've got an asterisk next to Salah. Sterling and Salah. Yeah. That's an expensive midfield. I know, but midfield is where the where where the where the, where the action happens. Absolutely. Um so if I'm I'm worried a little bit about Salah in terms of being match fit and ready for match day one. So, uh, because of AFCON, so I will leave him in. Mm. If it's looking like he's not, then if it was kicking off tomorrow, I'd put Paul Pogba in there. Really? Yep. I, think Sam, I see around. you've got this team written down. Does this actually add up this team? Or you just <laughs> <laughs> Numbers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're about 100 million over budget. He's <laughs> <laughs> got Salah and Sterling. 99.5, Rainman, I'll have you know. Um, <laughs> I, I think you know, Pogba at the moment, you know, Ollie came out the other day, said uh, he's a great guy. We're getting on really well. There's been no bids. Uh, so, you know, he could very well be staying at eight and a half. Absolute bargain. Um, it, Solskjaer also came out and went, there's, you know, there's a media agenda against Pogba. Um, it's actually his agent, isn't it? Being a dick. Mm. And um, just briefing everyone. So, yeah, Salah, maybe Pogba. Watch his space. You'll have a lot, uh, three million uh, or four million? Four million freed up if uh, you do swap. I hope your attackers are terrible. <laughs> Otherwise, I really am going to feel really down about my team. <laughs> Who have you gone with Ryan in your midfield? I'm going to go for overall 4-3-3. So my three main midfielders are Zaha, as everybody's already spoken about him. Uh, James Madison. Beautiful um, player. Yeah, Beautiful great, player. Great player and great delivery and, you know, could put a free kick in. Um, and the star of the show, 
uh, Sterling. Um, nice. You know, he's my big money player. Um, and then the rest, Kante, I just put him in because I thought maybe, you know, he's somebody that'll always play. And if I uh, need points and a sub, he's my first sub. Mm. And then Den Donker as well. Kante should get some good bonus points this season if Chelsea do depend on a lot of defending uh, because they can't score goals, as some people think they might do. So it could be interesting if Kante gets the occasional bonus points. That's my could hope, happen. yeah. That's your hope. <laughs> Let's go through the attackers then. So I've gone with Harry Kane. I think this will be a better season for him after he missed out on the golden boot last season due to some injury niggles. Uh, so he's my big hope in attack. Gone for Che Adams, as discussed before, because simply because of those quotes, the same as Sam, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I just love his optimism, so hopefully he can match it. And my third and final striker is Divock Origi, after his heroics last season. I don't have a very good attack. I will I will fess up to that. I'll admit that. How, much, all, is, how much is Origi? 5.5 million. God, they saw you coming. Like, <laughs> bloody hell. But the thing for me is, like as you mentioned, Salah might not be fit at the start of the season. Mane is still out in doing his yeah. AFCON. There's room there, without Sturridge especially, is, yeah. for someone like Origi to start against Norwich at home on the first game of the season. I would uh, take that punt. After the way he finished last season, yeah. with that statue in the post, I think, you know, could happen. Uh, how much is Kane? 11 million. That's I think, good. I know. I think that's, that's cheaper than previous because he didn't have as good a strong a season last year. Yeah, I think my, my, my worry with Kane is that as soon as he's injured, and he will get injured, <laughs> he's got two dubious ankles, I think. Uh, he he's out for two months, and then you've got to get rid of him. I can then, live with that. Yeah, because you know I don't mind replacing star players in my team because usually you know they're the players you want. You want to get bringing people who will get you points. So I lose a Kane, I'll get Aguero in. I'm not too fussed. What's the thing with you know, with Kane it. doesn't score in August, does he? That's you know I I that's, would put him in the start of my team and like and people that's got, pops but, now. That's but it's, yeah, he's gone, isn't it? Yeah. Because I always start with him anyway. I yeah. mean, he's not in at the moment, but I'm always like, nah, that's a load of rubbish. But then he does have a slow start. I think last season, was it, that he ruined that? Or was the yeah. last couple of seasons, yeah. he's, he's done right. a lot better. Who have you gone with? I'm glad, that's, I'm glad that's over. Um, Vardy's in there, uh, because I think Leicester are going to do well this season. See, this is and more like it, mate. This is better. Yeah. <laughs> Vardy, Obama Young, again, should so- score some goals. 11 million. Got, de- got a decent. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of money, but it's. Uh, Does this all add up? Because that's, that's a fifth of your budget on two players <laughs> then, mate. Yeah, two decent strikers. And then this one, Connor Wickham, who I'd imagine won't touch a ball all season. Was he the cheapest uh, striker you could find? Yeah, he's just uh, he's just making up the, uh, the team there, just kind of like 15th player. The ball boy. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I went through a, a phase of probably about three or four. Um, fantasy league seasons of always picking Connor Wickham at the start because <laughs> he was wicked on one year of football manager. Yeah. And he was like a wonder kid. And I've always thought, he'll come good. He'll he kind of did good. look like it at one point, didn't he? He had a bit of strength, knew where the goal was, and you're thinking, yeah, that's, he's going to be a right player. Nope. No. He'll be coming out before the season starts, I imagine. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Uh, Chad Adams. Uh, I've also got Delafeu. Uh, I like Watford. Uh, I think he's a tidy little player. It's quite cheap as well. Yeah, he's like six and a bit. Yeah. Um, because I've spent all my money on my midfield. <laughs> uh, and the Man United number nine in sort of t- uh, tactical away anyway of Marcus Rashford. Uh, I think he's the most underrated player in the Premier League. Quite cheap, isn't he? He's wicked. And he will be leading the line for you know a team that will finish uh, at least eighth, 
I think. What do you mean underrated? I mean, like this is a guy as in the opposite of overrated. Well. But everyone talks about him constantly. But he's yeah. cheap. And I, no, yeah. no. But yeah. I'm talking about just pure footballing potential and ability. Okay, good. I think he's got all the ability uh, and potential to be Mbappe, but, older. but without the swagger. That's that. He, he's, he's. I think he's probably got more skill than Mbappe, but he just doesn't oh, have really? the confidence and swagger. Right. That's a big thing, though, isn't it? I think it's. it's I, huge. I would love. To, I would love to see him become that player. And I think everyone, at least in this country, feels that way about him. They want. They really want to see him turn into that player because personality-wise and everything, he's there. As a player, he's got a lot of those kind of um, yeah. He's exciting to, to his watch. game. He... But there are those times where you're just like, oh, it's not quite, you know. So. Oh, my faith is in Rashford. Yeah. And I hope you I really hope you're right. Cheers, mate. Um but eight and a half mil can't go wrong. What about it's you, Ryan? Price. My front three, uh, I think it's strong. Um got, I will a, be the judge of that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well i got uh I, it was a toss up between Vardy and Firmino, uh, because they were around the same price. Vardy's cheaper and I actually think that he'll probably end up being better. He's Mr. Consistent. Uh then we got Obama Yang, eleven million. Top scorer, and I think that uh, he's going to be a key man for Arsenal again this year. They're going to be relying on him because there's nothing else really. I'm sure he'll have a good start uh, against Newcastle, first game of the season. <laughs> a field day. They're terrible. And finally, then, Jimenez. Raul Jimenez. Oh, that's a punchy forward line. Yeah. How much was Jimenez? So, he was 7.5, I think. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah Most popular player on the game. You know. Over 40% of managers have him. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Because he had such What's a good first that? season, though. Well, yeah. It was consistent. Like, you'd never get loads of goals per game, but he was consistently always getting, like, six points a game. And then often he'd get the bonus points, too. And he'd get an assist or whatever. I think he was a real consistent performer. Did he play at the World Cup? Uh, yeah, he did. So he played Gold Cup as well. Is someone just gone? I reckon he's going to turn into Alexis Sanchez. There is a danger of the second season thing, you know? Yeah. It could just dip. But it's uh, maybe that's reflected in the price. 181 points last season, though. So that's, that's really good. Yeah, that is great. Hmm. How can I fit him? Just in. my team. And I'll see. Has our forward line will be exactly the same if, uh, <laughs> if I could get him in. But <clears throat> Connor Wickham was the guy. At the moment. What about team names? Who have we gone for here? I'll go first. So I've been listening to a lot of Blondie at the moment. So it's been going around my head a lot. And I like to make my team names little football music puns. So I've gone for Atomic Italian. Atomic Italian. Sounds better when you say it fast. But there it is. Atomic Italian. <laughs> it took me a moment to get that one there. <laughs> it looks but better written down. It's a really good effort, mate. Good. <laughs> you tried really hard with that. So much sarcasm. Go oh, on, Dave. I'm not, no, I don't have one. I'm not going to commit at this stage. I'm not going to commit at this stage because I don't have one. It's got to be good. I've, it's not going to be good, but <laughs> it's got to be you better than to... some of the ones I've had so right, far. Man. Like, yeah, I've got to. Uh, so I'm going to hold off. People have to tune in. How about this? <laughs> tune in again <laughs> to hear what name I've stolen from somebody else. Okay, that's a good reason to mm. tune back in. Sam, I've gone for the McTominators. Um, whilst I haven't picked Scott McTominay, um, I believe he embodies everything that is right about Manchester United and football. Have you ever picked Scott McTominay in your team? Not yet. Do you foresee a circumstance where you would? Well, I was looking at the stats comparing him to Matic, right, last season. And he obviously played far, far, far fewer minutes. And if they'd played about the same number of minutes, McTominay would have got like, I don't know, quadruple the amount of points of Matic. So really, I should 
because I know Ollie believes him as much as I do. Well, <laughs> bloody hope he does. Put him in. I think he's just wicked. Like the way he kicks off. Obviously, you don't get fancy points for sticking up for your teammates on the pitch. But um, yeah, he just embodied, embodies everything you want in a leader. A good reason, I think, for naming your teammates. Yeah, there's the definite reason behind <laughs> it. Um, yeah, yeah, just twisted reason, but potentially. Ryan, who have you gone with for your team name? My team name is an obscure Giovanni Trapattoni 90s reference. Um, most people will probably see it and not not know what the hell it is at all, but it's Aina uh, Flashalea, which was part of uh, Trapattoni's rant while as manager of uh, Bayern. He just. So when you say most people, you mean everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you mean everyone. I, I, I toy with the idea of doing the English version of it, just a, an empty bottle. But, uh, that could still. That I could quite still, like that one. That could be it. An empty bottle, yeah. <laughs> Just to go for that instead. <laughs> to be honest, that's how my team feels at the moment, an empty bottle. <laughs> Let's wrap this up then. Uh, listeners, if you've made this far, congratulations. Thank you for listening to our very first UK Fantasy Football Show podcast. Uh, get in touch with us by tweeting hashtag UKFFS. Um, let us know your team names. Let us know who you're going to be picking this season, who you can see being the breakout stars in the FBL game. And we'll be picking the most interesting replies to discuss this time next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you.